Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. It's time for Fibber McGee and Molly. Every weekday at this time, NBC brings you Fibber McGee and Molly transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Lynn Levinson and directed by Max Huttle. Fibber and Molly will be with you in a minute. This is it. L&M filters. This is it. Light and mild. Much more flavor. L&M filters. Much less nicotine. Light and mild. This is it. L&M filters. L&M filters with the miracle tip. Today, L&M filters have a nationwide demand never before equaled by any other cigarette in so short a time. One simple statement tells the reason for L&M's success. This is it. It's the filter that counts, and L&M has the best. L&M's exclusive miracle tip contains alpha cellulose to give you effective filtration. Two other things are important. L&M's have much more flavor, much less nicotine. Buy America's highest quality and best filter tip cigarette. Light and mild L&M. <laughs> And thank you for the use of the lawn sprinkler, Miss McGee. I put it back in the garage. That's all right, Lester. You come over and borrow it any time you please. Well, thank you. Uh, tell me, uh, do you think Mr. McGee would mind if I took this long-handled shovel of mine back for a day or so? I don't think so. He won't be using it for a while. He's all through digging for dinosaurs, you know. Well, I tell you, they won't keep him down for long, Miss McGee. <laughs> oh, that, that man has always got an idea, hasn't he? <laughs> yes, he has. Why, he's liable to be prospecting for gold by tomorrow, or maybe taking a rocket trip to the moon. Oh, or... all right, Les, you're just the guy I want to see. You want to hear this too, Molly. What are you doing tomorrow night, Les? Tomorrow? Hmm? Well, I couldn't leave on a trip to the moon tomorrow night, Mr. McGee. I'd enjoy it. The moon? But... Who said anything about going to the moon? Well, I, I thought... Uh, Come to think of it, I guess I was the one that said that. You were the one, Lester. Well, Les, I and Mrs. McGee are going to give a theater party tomorrow night for some of our friends, and... We are? This is the first night... Please, I... Mrs. McGee, I'm in the middle of an invitation. It's like I say, Les, we're inviting a few well-chose friends to attend the theater with us as our fully paid guests tomorrow night, and we'd like you and Sally to give yourselves the honor of being along with us, too. Well, now, that sure is nice of you, Mr. McGee, but, gee, Sally and I are booked for dinner over at her folks tomorrow night. Well, if they're booked, they're hooked, McGee. Oh, change the date, Les. You can see your in-laws any time. This is going to be rather a gala occasion. Opening night, you know. Well, I sure would like to, but it's Sally's mother's birthday. Gee, I, I hate to miss this, though. Uh, after it's over, be sure and tell me all about it. Okay, Les. Yeah, tell me about it, too, McGee. What brought all this on? Oh, you know me. Just impulsive. I got to thinking about all the people we owe invitations to, and I decided the simplest way to throw a party would be a theater party. I know. Nothing for you to do but just dress up and be your charming self. Leave all the details to dear old Dad. Yes, but the expense, I mean, that'll... Relax. I got enough dough to take care of everything. Ah, this'll be a festive occasion, Molly. Opening night, the lights, the glamour, all the cream of the theater-going crowd. I better call the society editor of the Gazette and give her the details. Hand me the phone. Thanks. Hello, operator. Give me one net color hay at the Wispa Vista Gazette, you, Mert. Oh, dear. How's every little thing, Mert? 
Busy. What say, Mert? Satin what? Cactus. Oh, well, if you enjoy it, why not? What? What happened? Mert bought a satin dress with a cactus pattern. She loves it. Oh. <laughs> what say, Mert? Gazette's busy, huh? Well, I'll try later. Say, if you're not doing anything tomorrow night, Mert, we're giving a theater party. Love to have you come along. Oh. Oh, well, I'm sorry you can't make it, Mert. Bye. McGee, don't you think you ought to sit down and make out a list of people you're going to invite? If you keep firing invitations at everybody that crosses your path, like, for instance, the... Doctor boy! Uh, Good idea. I meant to anyhow. In the living room, old-timer. Hello there, daughter. Hi, Johnny. I put the groceries in the kitchen, daughter. Thank you. Old-timer, I'm glad you stopped in. Now, don't go ask me to run around doing errands for you, Johnny. I ain't in the mood. I was just going to ask. I wouldn't do it for my own brother, so skip it. Actually, he's just trying to invite you. I know Johnny's invites, daughter. I was down at the Elks last week when he invited Mort Toops to step out in the alley. Oh. When Mort slapped him on the ear with a pool cue, the hot ashes from Johnny Seagar went in my eyes. All right, all right, all right. Skip it. Just forget it. I'll ask somebody else to come to our theater party that we're given tomorrow night, absolutely free, with refreshments and everything. I can make it. I'll feel okay tomorrow. I'm just mean, ugly, and downright cantankerous today, that's all. Well, what's got you so upset today, anyhow? Just came from quarreling with my girlfriend, Bessie. And I'm taking it out on the world. Well, that hardly seems fair. Yeah. And only the brave deserve the fair, Johnny. You realize all the great things in this world was accomplished by men who just had a fight with their girls? Yeah? That's what made Panama go out and dig his canal. <laughs> and why did Hannibal cross the Alps? Because his girl crossed him. <laughs> and the umpire state building, built by an umpire whose girl got him into an awful state. Oh, History's full of horrible examples like that, Johnny. In fact, that's all history is, a lot of horrible examples <laughs> showing us what not to do. The trouble with the world is we keep on insisting on making history. Well, I'll see you later, kids. About a quarter after dinner time tomorrow night, huh? But I won't bring Bessie. That'll teach her. There's more fun with the McGee's shortly. Today, when you send a care food package overseas, you do more than lend help to a needy person. You make a friend for America on a personal basis. Presidents Hoover, Truman, and Eisenhower have endorsed care, calling it a person-to-person expression of international goodwill. Right now, in Asia, millions of people are living on an inadequate diet. In Korea, half the population, about 10 million people, have either lost their homes and land or have been ruined by inflation and are dependent on relief. Care packages are the most efficient, economical way to send food and clothing to these stricken people. CARE is a non-profit organization, and because of its large volume, makes it possible to send more per dollar than individuals or groups can send any other way. For just $6.95, CARE delivers the new budget food package in 14 European countries. If you don't feel you can pay for a full package yourself, contribute what you can to CARE New York or CARE Los Angeles, or forward your contribution through your local postmaster. Yeah, Wimp, the old-timer's gone, and Morton Mabel Toops, and we're going to ask Doc Gamble and a few more well-chose friends. Love to have you along, old chap. I'd be most happy to come, Mr. McGee. And if you want to bring your wife... Oh, no, thank you. She is out of town this week. Oh. Is there anything else I can bring? Oh, just a happy smile, Wimp. This is all on me. We'll meet here at our house tomorrow night around 7 and go in our car. 
Or if there's enough of us, I'll rent something larger. Oh, it sounds like a bully evening, Mr. McGee. I'll be there. Good. Goodbye. Put Wimp down, Molly. I don't want to forget anybody. You haven't forgot anybody so far. Everyone you've thought of, you've asked. What was that routine about if there isn't room in our car, I'll rent something bigger? Oh, I just thought it would be kind of nice for us all to go together, you know. Let me see now, who's next? You think we ought to invite Mrs. Spradley, or would she be a wet blanket? The answers are no and yes. Okay, she's out. How about Monica Miller? It's her bridge night. I thought she hated to play cards. She does. Her dentist is installing her new bridge tomorrow night. (laughs) The next time you see her, remember not to mention it, will you? You know me, kiddo. I can be as tight-lipped as an alum tester. (laughs) Well, you certainly have been today. I haven't the faintest idea where we're taking these guests. Ah, you'll be surprised and you'll love it, kiddo. This is not only opening night tomorrow, it's a great production. And come in... Oh, Dr. Gamble, do come in. Hello, Molly, and good afternoon to you, sonny boy. Hi, bone setter. Sit down and take the excess baggage off those suitcases of yours. Glad you dropped in, boy. I want to invite you to a party. Be delighted to come, kids. What kind of a party is it, Molly? Theater party, doctor, tomorrow night. Where and to see what I have... Oh, gee, tomorrow night, I got a date tomorrow. A date? You got a date? With a girl? Certainly it's with a girl, ham head. Miss Cuddleson is one of the supervisors at the hospital. Bring her along, Doctor. We'd love to have her. Sure we would. Why not? Probably save her from a very dull evening just with you alone, Lard Bucket. Well, I would like her to meet you two. Or you at least, Molly. Thank you, Doctor. I don't know. I intended taking her to the sump room tomorrow night for a little dinner dancing. they got a floor show there now. You'll have more fun with us, Ducky. We're just taking a few of our closest friends, all friends of yours, to the opening night of a fabulous big production. Mm-hmm. My party all the way. Show, refreshments, transportation, a truly gala occasion. <laughs> That's a deal. I'll call my office and have Miss Ogilvy cancel the sump room reservation. You know, tables are hard to get. Somebody else can use... Hello? Miss Ogilvy, gamble. Will you phone the Ritz Vista and cancel the table I reserved for tomorrow? Yeah, I changed my plans. I'm going to the theater. Mm-hmm. Uh... If Miss Cuddleson calls, I'll see her at the hospital in a bit. I'll tell her all about it then. Right. Bye. Now, tell me about this theater party, McGee. Where are you taking us? Ah, <laughs> you'll see, Ducky. Ah, and you'll love it. That's all I've been able to get out of him all day, Doctor. Huh. <laughs> a lot of good shows in town. Kane Mutiny Trials playing the Civic. Is that it? It's a... No, good... no. This is a brand new, never-been-saw-before presentation opening tomorrow night, and we're going to be first-nighters. Big surprise. I'm beginning to get a strange, cold feeling in my feet suddenly. Your surprises, McGee. Come on, now, loosen up, McGee. I want to know where we're going. Maybe I'll need a new dress or a new hat. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I was going to hold the surprise till we got to the theater tomorrow night, but you guys just won't let me. So I'll tell you. Here, look at this ad in the Gazette. World premiere, Friday night. Yep. Moonbeam Drive-In Theater. Hmm? Wild Will Wyoming in his latest Western thriller... Lasso Law. What? Oh, no. It's not only the world premiere, but it's the first picture in the new screen process. What new process? Well, you've heard about CinemaScope and Vitascope and Natural Scope, haven't you? Well, this picture is filmed in Horse Scope. Horse Scope? Huh? What's that? This is a way of shooting pictures so that the people see the whole film from the horse's viewpoint. (laughs) What the exciting. And just look at that, Molly. There's the best part of the whole deal. Admission, one dollar for a whole carpool. Mm -hmm. Carpool. Bring the entire family. Oh. I figure if we get 15 or 20 guests, we can rent a flatbed truck or maybe a hay rack and put some chairs on it and get the whole bunch in for a buck. This will be the greatest entertainment oh. bargain since...
We'll say goodnight to Fibber and Molly in a moment. Here's a happy word about an NBC musical feature that's gaining in popularity each week. And no wonder, because it's the ideal Friday evening program. It's called Hear America Swinging, and it brings you the top bands in the nation, plus the top vocalists in the songs you want to hear, the songs everyone is whistling and humming. For cool summer evening listening, wherever you are, let Hear America Swinging make your Friday more enjoyable. Be on hand tomorrow for the music you want the way you want it on Hear America Swinging. And by the way, you want to keep informed, right? Everybody wants to keep up with events in this fast-changing world of ours. And NBC makes it easy for you with two top-rated news programs tomorrow night. They are The Heart of the News and Listen to Washington. You'll meet the experts and get the stories behind the headlines on NBC tomorrow night. just added up the people who accepted our invitation and not counting Doc, which we don't know whether he's going to bring a date or not, yet it looks like only six. Not a very big party. Well, we won't have to buy so much soda or pop so much popcorn that way. Pop so much popcorn? Mm -hmm. McGee, you're not going to spend tomorrow popping popcorn for the party. No, by gosh, I won't. We'll take the popper and the corn along with us and we'll plug it in right there and pop it right there in the movie. That way it'll be hot and fresh. Good night. Good night, all. NBC has brought you the Fibber, McGee, and Molly program transcribed with Bill Thompson as the old-timer and Wallace Wimple, Arthur Q. Bryan as Doc Gamble, and Bob Easton as Les. This is John Wald inviting you to a big theater party at the Moonbeam Drive-In tomorrow night as the guest of Fibber, McGee, and Molly. Get behind the headlines to the heart of the news tonight on the NBC radio network.